versus religious fanatics. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Hell Hath No Fury, a how-to series to help you create the big blue wave this November. My name is Anna Maria, and I am host of Sassy Political Coach. Religious fanatics, that's who's at play here in our nation's politics with their fanaticism infesting our government, eating away at our foundation like termites in a home. Our nation's home. Now, you and I know that the only place where we agree that fanatics belong and are even appreciated, heck, they're, they're even revered all over the place, is with our sports teams, from t-ball to pro-ball and everything in between. When it comes to religious fanatics who demand, by way of our laws or court cases, that you and I, that, that we restrict our behavior to bow down at the altar of their fanaticism, well, honey, that just fails to be the America we love or that's loved the world over. It is simply un-American. Religious fanatics. Their fanaticism leads directly to religious intolerance, which was one of the big reasons that folks from England invaded this land centuries ago. This land of many nations with many religions already here. In today's world, one poster child for religious intolerance is over there in Saudi Arabia. You know, the folks who paid billions of dollars to, what's his face? What's his name? Oh, yeah. Jared Kashner, Kirshner, Krushner, well, whatever. The son of the traitor-in-chief. The dictatorial rulers of Saudi Arabia are intolerant of everything. Religion, free speech, human rights, women's rights, gay rights, etc., etc. And this religious fanaticism here in the United States is within one political party and one political party only, the Confederate MAGA Rathuglican Party, and that is Rathuglican with a Q. Any way you look at it, those six MAGA Rathuglicans on the U.S. Supreme Court, the ones who decided the Dobbs abortion ban case out of Mississippi, those six voted to shove down the throat in each and every one of us their religious beliefs regarding reproductive freedom. Rather than keeping faith with their oath of office to protect and defend our federal constitution, which includes its First Amendment freedom of religion, those six MAGA Rathuglican justices reflect religious fanatics in our nation. The fanatics who believe that they are free to shove down our throats. Their religious dictates. They have it ass backwards. Religious freedom, which is part of the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, means that all of us on U.S. soil are free to practice whatever religious preferences that we choose, that you choose, that I choose, as well as the freedom to refrain from any religious practice whatsoever. Apparently, those six Confederate and MAGA Rathuglicans on the U.S. Supreme Court flunked their constitutional law classes. Now, this coming December, on the Catholic Holy Day of the Feast of the Ascension, my mother, who was born on that day, would have been 100 years old. Though she left the planet 10 years ago, her words of wisdom, well, I think they are applicable here. And my mother, by the way, was also a very devout Catholic, just very much like some of those who are sitting up there, you know, the Rathuglicans on the U.S. Supreme Court. My mother would often say, your rights end where my nose begins. Amen to that. It's just a pity that those Confederate MAGA Rathuglican Putin-loving traitors betray us every time they applaud someone ripping up our constitutional rights, like the First Amendment freedom of religion. 
thankfully, Jewish, Muslim, and even some Christian organizations have filed or are in the process of filing lawsuits in federal court, asserting that the abortion bans deprive them of practicing their religion, especially when it comes to dealing with pregnancy and even more specifically, abortion care. These wonderful Jewish, Muslim, and Christian organizations are fighting to protect our freedom of religion, our strong First Amendment constitutional right for each and every one of us, each and every individual on U.S. soil. Rabbi Bonnie Margulis chairs the Wisconsin Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice. Here's what she had to say about the matter. Quote, Judaism believes that fetal life is sacred and precious, but it is potential life. The actual life of the person in front of you has to take precedence. Thank you. That deserves a round of applause. Look, religious freedom is as American as apple pie, and so is standing up against these threats to our democracy. Clearly, we need to ensure that every woman or girl who needs an abortion has access to abortion care and that we take care of anyone else caught in the middle of this horrible, unfortunate legal set of consequences at this point. And all of that is because of taking care of a pregnancy in a way that they decided they needed. Politicians on the courts or in elected office must never make that decision. Damn it. This is the 21st century, and the MAGA Rathuglicans have criminalized our health care based on their religious fanaticism. This is the United States of America. It just makes me so damned angry. Because right now, these Rathuglicans are implementing the same policies that communist dictator Nikolai Ceausescu forced on his nation back in the middle of last century. Who would have ever thought that we would have an entire political party embrace communist policies? For more on that specific subject of Rathuglican communism, listen to my first podcast. It's titled Barefoot and Pregnant My Ass, and it goes into the specifics of this matter of communism and Rathuglicans. To stop this horrifying nightmare, the rest of us must get to work or continue to work to ensure that this November, and I really love the new word, Rovember, row, row, row the boat, that is the answer. That is the solution. That is where your political power is. That is where you and I, us together, we can end this nightmare by all of the actions we take between now and November 8th, the day of November. Obviously, if you're not already registered to vote, get yourself registered to vote. Everyone must pledge to vote Democrat for each and every office on the ballot, period. In terms of specific actions between now and November 8th, I love that word, November, we have actions we can take to elect enough Democrats to have at least 50 Democrats in the U.S. Senate, Democrats on whom we can depend so that we can expand the number of justices on the U.S. Supreme Court to lucky number 13. That number, 13, it reflects the number of appellate courts. The U.S. Constitution itself is actually silent on the number of justices. Historically speaking, and this comes directly from the U.S. Supreme Court website, quote, the number of justices on the Supreme Court changed six times, end quote. Great, let's make it lucky number seven. The Judiciary Act of 1869, that means that it's a law, it's not in the Constitution, The Judiciary Act of 1869 put the number of U.S. Supreme Court justices and the number of circuit courts, known today as appellate courts, at nine. 
They simply reflected each other. But today, we have 13 appellate courts. Personally, I agree with the recommendation to expand the number of U.S. Supreme Court justices to lucky number 13. It simply makes sense. And we, you and I, we can make that happen. Circling back, to do so requires that we expand the number of Democrats specifically in the U.S. Senate because they are the ones who actually approve members of the U.S. Supreme Court. And members of the Supreme Court, as we know, are nominated by presidents. And in this case, it would be President Biden. When we have the right number of Democrats in the U.S. Senate on whom we can depend to make that happen, well, that means we get a lot of other things also in the process. So right now, we need to keep every Democrat in the U.S. Senate who is running for re-election. Personally, I have to tell you that there are four who are up for re-election and who need our help to get across the line. Senator Catherine Cortez Masto in Nevada, Senator Mark Kelly in Arizona, Senator Raphael Warnock in Georgia, and Senator Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire. You'll find links to their campaigns on my website, sassypoliticalcoach.com. It's very important to return those four Democrats to the U.S. Senate. That keeps us at status quo. We need two more. Right now, we also have five flippable U.S. seats. Five, one, two, three, four, five flippable U.S. Senate seats. Tim Ryan in Ohio, Sherry Beasley in North Carolina, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Val Demings in Florida, and Mandela Barnes in Wisconsin. This is so very exciting. Five. You can find links to their campaigns on my website as well. And what's that website address? Oh, yeah, sassypoliticalcoach.com. There you go, easy as pie. When we elect these Democratic candidates in November, I mean, sorry, November, they take office on January 3rd, and bam, that's when they can kill the filibuster or modify it and rock and roll to expand the number of justices on the U.S. Supreme Court, as well as pass legislation to protect women's reproductive health care, gun safety, voter rights, marital equality, the environment, the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, and oh my gosh, so much more. Now, the question you may have is, well, how can I help? I'm glad you asked. That's why I'm here, to tell you steps, specific steps, paint-by-number steps, doing the work that actually produces election night victories. Here you go. Want to know how to use your cell phone to identify citizens who we can count on to support and vote for our Democratic candidates? Listen to episode three. What are the steps, all puns intended, to walking and talking to neighbors? Listen to episode nine. What about turbocharging the chatter on the ground to create the big momentum for our Democratic candidates? Listen to episode four. What about voter protection? Episode 14. I even created how-to instruction documents. Everything is on my website, sassypoliticalcoach.com. When you join any of these campaigns, well, do me a solid. Let them know that the Sassy Political Coach encouraged you to join. Well, that does it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow and like, rate and subscribe wherever you follow this podcast. And of course, share it with your friends and your family. And you can find me across social media at Sassy Political Coach. For your Hell Hath No Fury swag, t-shirt, ball cap, and coffee mug to start your day or take a mid-afternoon break, and of course you can use it for your tea, head on over to sassypoliticalcoach.com slash store. This is Anna Maria, your sassy political coach. Now go on out and make Hell Hath No Fury our political rallying cry that helps create our big blue wave.